Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chris First True Crime Couch. I'm your host, and today before we get started on our true crime case for this episode, just wanted to let you all know that you can now follow my upcoming podcast page, first of all, a podcast of advice, stories, opinions, and laughs coming soon um, this fall. It is possible that we can move up the release date deep to the summer. I really hope that we get everything set up um, rarely here in the next couple of months or so so we can begin to record this summer. Um, But yeah, don't forget to follow those pages on Instagram and Twitter. And if you do not have those, um, follow on Facebook because there will be a Facebook page um, for it very very soon. So in today's case, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, The Watcher. And if you have not seen the loosely based TV series already titled The Watcher, it is loosely based on the true crime case that we're talking about today. I watched it and I thought it was very good and well depicted of what happened. Um, and the twists in it are so amazing, and I love it to death. And they're coming out with a second season, as far as I know, so I want to see what story they continue with it here in the future. So I believe it was, it was 2013, and a family moved into a house in a suburban neighborhood in the town of Westfield, New Jersey. Um, at this time, it was, you know these were big houses and um, it was known for rich people living in them. I don't know if this family was rich and had a lot of money. Um, That's still unknown. Um, I don't really, you know, I don't really know. But they move in and, and they call this their dream home and everything seems to be going fine until one day in the mail they get a letter from someone who's, who claims themselves as the watcher. And the letter reads, Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched the house in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk tisk tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy, signed the watcher. This letter, I have to admit, is kind of sparks my curiosity. And it is very terrifying to know that someone has been watching the house that you just moved in for almost three decades, five decades. 
six decades, seven decades, you know? So that was very, very creepy. And it, it, it just... So the family didn't think anything of it. They were like, okay, maybe they sent it to the wrong, you know, address. You know, maybe this person's trying to play a prank on them. And, you know, but that was only the first letter they got. Months and months came and letters came by and came by. And, you know, then they got this one disturbing letter. I cannot find the letter, unfortunately, to what it actually says, but the letter has been seen and people have described it as saying, quote, the watcher claims to have been watching the children um, across the street, knows what they do. They, you know, I believe a quote from the letter is you wouldn't be able to hear their screams from all the way upstairs because the basement is so far down from the upstairs. Um, so the family, obviously, at this point, really got concerned because they were like, okay, like this person has been watching and stalking us, so who knows if this person has already been in the house and that doesn't sit right with me that this person claims to have been watching the children and asks if they would be able to hear their children's screams because the basement is so far down so many stairs that you wouldn't be able to hear their screams. That is really disturbing to me. And to think that you wanted this as your dream home and you thought that everything was, you know, going to be fine and you guys were going to, you know, keep on building your life together as a family. And to have something like that happen would just throw me something off the edge. Because now you know that this person has indeed been watching you and your family and watching your children. So not only are your lives in danger, but your children's lives are in danger. Um, so unfortunately, they ended up leaving the house and the letters kept on piling up and piling up and... Um, the family ended up leaving the house. And unfortunately, the watcher has never been able to be identified. We don't know if this person is still alive. Um, probably is. But we don't know for sure. And it's a really, really creepy case and it's one of the main reasons why I don't go, go down to people's basements when I'm at their house. And if they have a basement, 
that is one of the number one reasons why I do not go down into basements was because of this case. This case not only affected the people involved, but what's more interesting is how it affected everyone that has read about it. It has gave them some sort of fear to have, not wanting to go down in the basement, not wanting to buy a bigger house, like all these things. I would think that the reason why people fear these things have heard about the Watcher and people who have talked about the case are pro- ha- probably have that same fear as I do. But you got, you got to get over those fears, I feel like. But this case is really unsettling because they have not found out the identity of the Watcher. Who is this person? Is it a woman? Is it a man? Um, Is this man or woman? Do they have a family? Do they live close to the house? Are they a friend of the family that the family don't, doesn't know about? You know, there's so many different, you know, possibilities. And the scary, one of the scariest parts is that this person was probably in their house. Um, probably even wrote a letter in the house and could, and could have might as well been there when they were sleeping and they didn't know about it. That is how scary the world is today because there's so much stuff that happens in the world that it's hard to identify like what, you know? And, yeah, it's just really, really unsettling. I know I've said that word, like, dozens of times. But I cannot stress enough of how unsettling this case makes me feel. Even talking about it, it's really nerve-wracking. Because it, it could have been anybody. I don't know how I could stress that enough. It, but it's truly chilling and unsettling, just like all these other cases I've talked about. It's nerve-wracking. It's unsettling. It really, just really is just something that is kind of hard to solve because there's so many people. So, yeah. But that is it for um, this case today. I am your host, and thank you all for watching, and I will see you all in the next video.